You are listening to The Happy Gynecologist with your host, Amanda Miles, MD. Welcome back. So good to have you here. I'm Amanda Miles, and this is The Happy Gynecologist. I have had an interesting week. We've had a lot of changes around here at the Miles Compound. We, uh, for the first time actually this school year, went to distance learning. And we've been very lucky until then that this hasn't been a problem with COVID in our area in Oklahoma. Um, But it is definitely becoming a problem very quickly this week. So I thought it might be a good time to talk about how sometimes our brain thinks things are a really big deal and it might not be that big of a deal, but the reason it thinks that is to try and protect us. And so today we're going to be talking about our primitive brain. Our primitive brain is like the brain that most animals have. It drives us to eat and seek out water, find shelter and safety. It protects us from harm. It keeps us striving to find things we need to survive. It helps us find a cave to keep warm. It helps us forage for berries. It helps us run very fast from the saber-toothed tiger that's chasing us. But we humans also have a prefrontal cortex, which is our rational evolved brain. This part of our brain helps us make decisions and helps us plan and execute our complex cognitive behaviors. So for example, if you are at work and you're talking with a colleague and maybe they're having a bad day, maybe they're post-call, <laughs> we don't know, and they make a rude comment to you, your primitive brain will hear this rude comment and offer to you, hey, maybe we should punch them in the face. <laughs> they shouldn't treat us like that. Let's punch them in the face. And your prefrontal cortex will <laughs> kind of calmly think, mm, that's probably not a great idea. Not very professional. <laughs> that's not who we are. <laughs> not very polite. You know, uh, I like my job. I want to keep it. Uh, bear with me, those that aren't liking their job right now. <laughs> you know, so the prefrontal cortex is what overrides this kind of animal, uh, animalistic urges that, that we tend to have sometimes, right? So that we don't punch people in the face all the time. Really what this brain is trying to do is this primitive part of our brain. It is, is trying to show us that there are things out there that could harm us. And it's trying to keep us safe and keep us alive. The only problem is, is it gets confused sometimes because now we live in the world of Whole Foods and air conditioning and Starbucks and Wi-Fi and we don't live in Jurassic Park. <laughs> so there are usually not a lot of inherent dangers surrounding us. So instead, whenever our inherent dangers are things like a double booked clinic or taking boards or a call schedule <laughs> and juggling that with the kids' activities and homeschooling, or maybe we throw in some COVID for fun, our brain sees all these things as stressors, just like the saber-toothed tiger that could be chasing us. And so it's a little bit more of a chronic, slow-burning stress that shows up day after day after day. But that's what our primitive brain is trying to alert us to sometimes. So this is where anxiety can come from for some people. Anxiety is often seated in the fear of the unknown. And it's when our primitive brain goes on high alert to show us that things could go wrong in the future, or they might go wrong, or they might not go how we planned, or we don't know how they're going to go. And so that makes us anxious. 
our primitive brain wants to remind us to be safe. It wants to remind us to avoid danger and stay alive. So when we interpret our surroundings as stressful and we aren't doing the things we need to do to get it to calm down, it signals us or to us that things are bad. They're very, very bad. (laughs) When that happens, our cortisol levels go up. We eat more. We don't sleep. We sit and worry and perseverate and ruminate, catastrophize. Any of you guys ever do that? Our primitive brains don't always realize that we are safe and warm in our bed while this is happening. And then, you know, you wake up and go to work again and the cycle repeats, right? Because all of this is what's happened during your day. You sit there ruminating at night, stressing out about all the things you have to do. You're overwhelmed. You don't know how it's going to turn out. Then you get up and you do it again. And so then we end up exhausted with chronic stress that we never deal with. We just wake up and do it again because that's what people do, right? We work and we go home, we take care of the kids. We de-stress with wine and snacks and Netflix on the couch and that's it, right? Some of us might exercise because we ate too much of the cookies and drank too much wine and, and that kind of thing, you know, but it's more of a punishment sometimes. What we don't realize is that we do not have to listen to our primitive brain. Remember, our primitive brain wants us to punch that person in the face that made the rude comment, right? Most of us won't do that. That's good news, right? The other good news is that we don't have to listen to it at other times either. So we don't listen to it whenever it suggests punching someone in the face. Why are we listening to it whenever it tells us yeah, but I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to juggle the kids and work and call in this baby delivery I need to do. And um, I might have an add-on surgery. Yeah, why are we listening to the primitive brain freaking out on us? Often, our primitive brain will lead us to thinking that everything is wrong, that it should be different, and that this is bad. We don't often think about the fact that our primitive brain can get confused. Another example of this would be like at work. If you had to have a tough conversation with an employee or a colleague or you know someone in your department, say you had to have a rough conversation with them, you know, maybe about their performance or you know, something that could get confrontational. Our brain can interpret this as a really big deal. You kind of get sweaty, maybe you get nervous and you don't sleep the night before. It's because your primitive brain has made this into a big deal and it's scared that maybe the other person's going to get mad and reject you and kick you out of the tribe, which would have meant death if we were cave people, right? Rejection equaled death. So and now a small conversation has led your primitive brain to run away with you and you are miserable <laughs> until it happens, right? <laughs> but then the next day you have this conversation and it's like totally not a big deal. Have you guys ever done this? You like build this conversation up in your head, maybe for days and you're like miserable for days. And then you have the conversation and you're like, oh, well, that went a lot better than I thought. That was your primitive brain working. That was your primitive brain in action. So our primitive brain can definitely create kind of a mountain out of a molehill, especially in the setting of uncertainty or unknown future or you know, just the unknown. Our primitive brain likes to anticipate all the things that could go wrong, all the things that could be dangerous. So many of us noticed that this happened when COVID started. We definitely felt our primitive brains going into overdrive and many of us may still be there. Of course, our primitive brains would be worried, 
none of us have really dealt with a worldwide pandemic before. Our primitive brains are definitely worried about this. Uh, unless you're someone that calms it down by saying that it's over now that the election's over. Uh, and maybe you are, that's fine. You have your opinion, okay? I'm glad that you're not worried like the rest of us. <laughs> glad you have better control of your primitive brain than I do. So of course our primitive brains are worried. They're asking us, oh my gosh, are we gonna get sick? What about the kids? Will there be enough PPE? Will our parents get sick? How will I homeschool my kids? All these what if situations start arising and our brain just can go crazy down the rabbit hole. That is our brain trying to protect us. It is our primitive brain trying to recognize the danger and keep us alive. But it definitely overreacts sometimes. It gets confused. So many of our healthcare peeps are struggling with burnout right now during this pandemic. And so much of it is due to this chronic day after day after day stress. And maybe our primitive brain's being confused <laughs> because our primitive brains have us on high alert about the perceived dangers. Whether those dangers are real or not, you know, that stress is there. So how do we deal with this? The first step is always, always, always awareness, my friends. What I mean by that, we need to start noticing when our brain does this. We need to start becoming aware and watching our brain when it tries to get all worked up. Sometimes we catch it after the fact and that's okay. But if we can catch it in the moment or maybe as it starts trying to ramp up and get really scared or worried, then we can gently acknowledge that our primitive brain is a little confused and reassure it that we are safe right now in this moment. Reassuring it that we will figure everything out. Everything is figure outable. That was my mantra for when COVID hit. Everything is figure outable. Everything is figure outable. There are some very smart people working on this. Everything is figure outable. Reassuring our brain. Hey brain, it's okay. We're safe. It is okay right now. I know we don't know what will happen because we never really do, but it's okay. Right now we are safe. You may also notice that your brain really gets into this anxious mode when you read the news or look at social media or watch you know, what's going on in the world. We live in a world where there is a constant barrage of information and stimuli and input. Unplugging can definitely help this. Now, I'm not saying, you know, don't do any of it, but just start to notice that sometimes our brain can get very, very concerned when all it sees, when it scrolls Facebook, one bad thing after another. It sees danger, danger, danger. That's what it's seeing. That's what your primitive brain is seeing. The rest of you may not agree, but your primitive brain, it could get ramped up about all that constant negativity whether that's about COVID or the election or protests or whatever is happening in the world, our brain becomes very convinced that hmm, there's danger out there in the world and I need to assess it some more. And so then what happens is your primitive brain wants you to look even more. It wants to gather more information and it can get very, very worked up. Our primitive brain makes it very important that we find ourselves just kind of vegging out, scrolling, on our phone and then we look up and it's been two hours. So intentionally unplugging and remembering that sometimes being on your phone stretches you out even more can be helpful. And that's just part of the awareness. Taking that time to remember that you are safe right now and that social media and the news on your phone are all designed to be shocking and get clicks and views from you. 
That's their job. That's how they get money is the number of views. So of course it's going to seem terrible. And of course it's going to seem like everything's going wrong. Remember that there's still plenty of good happening that the algorithm is not showing you. If you guys um, haven't watched it yet, I highly suggest going and watching the documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. It was very interesting and I definitely learned a lot. So anyway, that's a total side note. We're going to have episodes in the future about social media, um, but we won't get into all that today. So what I want to offer you is this though, while you are working on this awareness and maybe considering unplugging, if you think, well, this is how I usually connect with my friends, maybe just taking the time instead to connect with others in a way that isn't as stressful or doesn't require you to see all the negativity that doesn't send your brain into uh, this rabbit hole of, oh my gosh, everything's scary. The second step in addressing this is to take some time each day to actively de-stress. You need to plan in this time. We need to actively de-stress to signal our body that it's okay to stop this cortisol surge. It's okay to rest. And we have a whole nother podcast coming up on this portion of, of how to deal with this. But for now, what I'll let you think about is how can you actively take steps to de-stress each day, even if it's only for a few minutes, even if it's unplugging from your phone for 15 minutes while you do some gentle stretching before bed. Find something that is kind to yourself and that can signal your body, hey body, it's okay. We've got this. You can stop this cortisol surge so I can sleep and not eat everything in sight. You know, you can calm down. We are safe. I will remind myself sometimes nothing is going wrong. Nothing is going wrong right here in this moment. So I want you to do this also in a gentle and loving way. Remind your primitive brain, even though it can be an asshole, remind your primitive brain to chill out in a loving way. Okay. Hey brain, we got this. I'm safe. Thanks though. Thanks. No thanks brain. It's okay. Everything's figure outable. Nothing's going wrong. While you're doing this, focus on feeling your feelings. I know we talked about that feeling stuff or stuff. This is part of that. I know all you people out there that were like, I don't want to feel my feelings. It's going to keep coming back. That's the theme behind all of this. Feeling your real feelings as they come and acknowledging them. Just telling your primitive brain, hey, I get it. Things are kind of scary out there right now, but it's okay. We're okay right now. Can do so much for your awareness and to calm yourself down, honestly. Of course your brain's scared. Of course it's worried. There are a lot of things out there that it is interpreting as worrisome, but it's okay, brain. We've got this. All right, bees. I hope that this is helpful and I hope to take you into the second part of this a little bit more. We're going to be talking about actively de-stressing in the very near future. And also we are going to talk about some social media stuff as well as some other things that a lot of us tend to do to avoid our feelings. So included in that is other types of buffering like snacking, drinking, uh, and online over shopping or overspending. So anyway, all good things to come. And I hope that you guys have a great week. Bye. Thanks for joining me today on the Happy Gynecologist. If you have questions or comments, head on over to my website, coach-miles.com, or follow me on Instagram at coachmilesmd. I'd also love it if you left me a review on iTunes. See you next week.